old intro that that was uh, a sudden off the cuff thing okay so yeah it's Aisha here from God FM I hope you're all having an amazing day uh, lots happening in the world lots happening in my world uh, praise the Lord yeah mm. <laughs> <sighs> so yes find your inner person your inner child go back to basics it's a fine day today fine day tomorrow You know, if you live your life day to day, I think that really helps you. Don't worry about uh, tomorrow, because today has enough worries of its own. This is what Jesus says in the Bible. So I pray to the Lord that he'll protect this sermon and me and my audience uh, and my home and my electrics while I do this sermon today. Uh-huh. What's the date today? Oh, I can't remember, but um, let me try and find out what the date is. I know it's Sabbath day. Uh, it's the 30th of December, Saturday. So, doesn't time fly? <laughs> um, praise the Lord. You know, um, <laughs> I just get downloads all the time to the point where uh, it's so hard to keep up with it. I think there's a lot going on. I think the Lord's trying to give me so much information. And my little brain's just too teeny-weeny to keep it all. But yesterday I had the word mine and mind. Hmm. And never mind. And uh, words with mind in. You know, I thought, well, what does never mind mean? Never mind means, oh, don't worry about it. But actually, it also means don't think about it. Never mind, don't think about it. Then I was thinking about the word mind and mine. So we got mind as in your head. And uh, then we've also got the word mind when you go mining for gold. Is your mind a mine? Is God's mind a minefield? These are the questions that were going through my mind. And this is how I think, okay? I was like, mine? Mind. Never mind. <laughs> oh my goodness. So very interesting. I find it interesting. I don't know if you do, but I find it incredibly interesting. Uh, 
all the words of the Lord. You know, because God is the word in the flesh and he's the word in heaven and he's the word in the written form as in the word in the Bible. I believe that when you reach Zion, you're reaching the end of the alphabet as in the Alpha and the Omega, the ABC. And when you reach the end, you'll know the beginning as in Zion at the top of the mountain. And spiritually, we should be complete as the body of Christ when Christ is at the top of the body, at the top of the pe- the temple, and top of Zion with us. But he's on the body, which we need shoulders for. That's what I talked about last week. Hmm. So, yes, never mind. Mm. And then I was also, I, I already mentioned this before, but all the new words, like um, digital, digital, network. It's a net and it works. All of these new words that we've got, and they haven't been around that long because they went in the Bible. Oh, I had a big revelation this week. Huge, massive, massive, so big. Um, I don't know. I haven't put it together yet, but I'm going to talk about it. Okay. Maybe you can help me with it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, Christmas, everybody sends each other gifts, don't they? So Jesus was born supposedly at Christmas. They mocked Christ in doing this, you know, with Santa Claus and Satan. And the giving of gifts. Mm. You know, when Jesus came, he got oil, myrrh, and gold as as his gifts because he was the salvation and the the official lamb of God. Lamb being L as in God, M, and then B, be God on earth as a lamb. Um, so then he died for us all, and this is a really big sacrifice. So, from my perspective, this is a big deal. Uh, so then uh, I was talking to uh, someone about Christmas because they brought me some gifts at Christmas, and I don't celebrate Christmas, um, and I don't buy gifts. Or people at Christmas. And I try not to accept gifts, but it's very hard if people buy you things. It's very difficult it is. So anyway, <laughs> I was explaining the essential elements of Christmas and celebrating pagan festivals. It's very important that we follow God because by partaking in Christmas, which is a pagan festival, Uh, and it's not about Christ, it's not about little baby Jesus or a baby lamb, then we're actually committing adultery. And adulterers don't make it. They don't make it to heaven, and they certainly won't make it to the Lamb's Book of Life. Sorry. And I actually believe a lot of people are going to expect to make it, and they won't, because of Christmas. So I was saying to this person, you know, if you turn from celebrating Christmas now, God will forgive you. But if you continue, God won't forgive you because you should know better. If you turn from your wicked ways, then God will forgive you. Ignorance, of course, is no excuse. 
This is important. Why is it so important not to celebrate Christmas and New Year and all of these Valentine things? Because it's a mockery of God. We had our own festivals. Jesus came to free us from the law. That's another thing I've realized. What law did he come to free us from? Well, the Roman law, of course. Maritime law. Because you're free. You're a child of God. You're no longer a slave. You're a child of the true Jerusalem, as in the body of Christ. As in Zion. So you're not to partake in these things. Heaven has come upon you. The kingdom of God has come upon you, as Jesus would say. What does this mean? Well, it is. It literally is. It's being built now, the temple of God. (laughs) But if you partake in adultery, you won't receive any inheritance or partake in any of the, the gifts of God, which are eternal. The lake of fire is permanent. So, you know, I'm surprised more people aren't fearful of pissing God off. This is what I think, okay? You won't like it, but it's better to know. Because if you don't get this right, you won't make it, okay? So you must stop celebrating pagan festivals, people. Everybody, I care about you. I love you all, and I don't want anything bad to happen to you. What's also really bad, I want to just explain something, okay. Even if Christmas was about Jesus Christ, the fact that we're sending each other gifts undermines what he did. It's a mockery because we're sending each other gifts. Okay, so the revelation and the big download I got from God was the two witnesses and they get killed and they lie in the street for three and a half days and everybody sends each other gifts. Ha! And I was like, but this can't be related, God. Surely. Yes, it is, Aisha. How is it related, God? It's related in the years, Aisha. So I got. So I was like, So what do you think happened, Lord? He said, well, look at the Statue of Liberty and the date on it. 1776. Okay. Now I want you to look at the real year that Jesus was here, 753 of the Roman years. Yes, okay, right. Now deduct 753 from 17 or 776. Or uh, 1753 from 1776. And what do you get? 23. So, yes. So you're in that year right now. I thought, yeah. So when Jesus said he'd be returning at the end of the millennium, he wasn't joking. So I think they mixed up the years there. So <laughs> I think they added some years. But they definitely added 23 years. So, if this is the case, we're actually just on the year coming up to the year 1001. Okay, this is big. This is huge. 
this is the end of the millennium that Jesus spoke about. This must be why they're up to so much and in such a rush. So what they did is they just added a one to the year system. And we're 23 years ahead or behind. They added that. That's why they've got it on the Statue of Liberty. That's what I got. Okay, I haven't worked on it very much to work it out. But you know what I found is um, Isaac Newtown and, um, you know, Abraham Lincoln. Um, you know, I'm not finding a lot of evidence they really existed. Sorry. It's just not. And then there's Roosevelt as well. There's two Roosevelt's. It's always two different presidents with the same name. They reappear two or three generations down or presidencies down. And so I studied all of this and I said, like, why is there two Roosevelt's? This is weird. Very interesting it is. Then you got Abraham from the Bible and then you got Isaac from the Bible. You got Abraham Lincoln and Isaac Newtown. Well, it's got to be a coincidence. It's not a coincidence. Uh, there's a reason for it. It's a mockery uh, of Christ. The other thing was that um, Abraham Lincoln lived on Mount Vernon. Mount Vernon, what that means is the governing mountain. So anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, this very, very interesting, and all the words connect. We're in the wrong time. That We're not in 2023. We're at the end of the millennium when Jesus is supposed to return. It's possible Jesus has returned and they've covered up a thousand years and called it the Dark Ages. I don't know. Okay, I don't have all the answers, but I'm giving you some of the stuff I'm getting. I don't know if we'll get very much from it, whether you'll be able to add things together. But I was talking to someone this week on Telegram and uh, he was saying, you know, it's interesting, you've also got 753. Oh, this is another guy and he has all of this and he gave prophecies and... <coughs> I said, yeah, I know, it's interesting. I said, no matter how crazy it is, if God shows it to me, it must be real, it must be true. It was God that showed me the earth isn't a round ball. I was like, well, really? He said, yeah, why do you think there's cables under the sea, dear? Telephone cables. Oh, yes, the date of those cables is another clue. Um, so something happened. There was a reset and a big earthquake. Um, oh, yes, and then we had the manufactured children. Uh, I had another download, another big download. Um, what's the difference between you as a child of God, if you've got a soul and a spirit and you're reborn in Christ, and a child of Satan? Well, a child of Satan doesn't have a soul. Right. Do you know what this means? 
Okay, let me quickly just remind you. So the fallen angels called the Grigori, as in we're in the Gregorian calendar, okay? <laughs> One third of the angels, that's 200 of them, left heaven and came and mated with humans. And that's where the Canaanites come from and uh, the Hittites, the Hivites, uh, and all those enemy tribes. Why they are our enemies? Because they're the children of Satan and the fallen angels. When the flood happened uh, and the giants that were their offspring died, um, the, the spirits became demons. Okay, good. Now this means, you see, only God can create life. This was a really big download, so I hope you get it, okay? Very big. Very big. <laughs> Very amazing. So I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they haven't got souls. What's, 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 what are you trying to show me here? <laughs> he says, well, you notice that all of them reappear again and again, generation after generation. I was like, yeah. Well, that's because they can't create life. Yeah. So what they do is they reproduce a body somehow and clone themselves and come back again. And the spirit of the demon occupies the body and uh, the the body that they've chosen, they they reappear in it. I said, oh wow! So that's why we've got this uh, woman, German Germany uh, little girl that keeps reappearing. She reappears. People like really famous people, Michael Jackson. Uh, you know, loads of people reappear again and again. Their faces. They're the same people, but from previous times. Plus, we've also got many, many old photographs of people holding mobile phones, going round on a boat with a laptop, you know, 1800s. Come on. Or early 1900s. So, I wanted to bring this to your attention. Ah, then I had another download. I was like, okay, so basically what you're telling me is the technology exists for all of this and it has done for a long time they've just hidden it yes okay good so they must have done something with electric yes it's all about electric actually so this is what jesus meant that he he was telling us that we would be sown amongst the children of satan so I mean, I don't know. How difficult would it be to swap a baby at birth and give them a child with a soul? I'm not quite sure. I've asked what the question's like. Yeah, okay, so if they're going to be in your own family as well, how would they come to be if they come from the same sperm and eggs from the same parents? Well, these I haven't got the answers to, but I've been trying to figure out how come the children of Satan exist within the families somehow. Now, what I do know is that children of Satan often stem from roots of Masonic lodges and things like this, and they have to, um, they bath in blood okay which is a mockery of christ as well um the vatican the same they, bar they put them in a like coffin 
with a red velvet when they become a nun. It's weird. It's not right. Okay. And they often end up selling their first child as a lamb. It's like a sacrificial lamb. Or second child. Um, and then that child becomes like the black sheep and just never fits in and is never loved within the family. That's what I've recognized. I thought this is very interesting. And this basically buys their uh, financial security. But they have to still maintain and do things that aren't very nice. It's also all about, like with the satanic people, it's all about blackmail. It's all about finding out as much information about the person and then blackmailing them. Um, you know how you'd blackmail somebody? You say, if you don't do this, I'm going to, I'm going to tell so and so. It's just like child, you know, when you're a child. If you don't give me those sweets, I'm going to tell mom that you kissed Billy in the backyard. Yeah. Same sort of thing, but on a bigger level. So, you know, if you don't do this, then what we're going to do is revoke your visa or whatever. We know this, this, and this. You know, we'll tell so-and-so. Because I wondered how they get Satanists, get people to do things. And so, this is how they do it. But they don't have a soul. This is why they don't... I mean, you you know, um, we read about psychopaths and stuff like this. Well, psychopaths have no empathy and have no feelings. I've actually dated a couple of people after being married, and I've realized virtually all of them had the same characteristics as a person without a soul, because they were lacking in empathy and emotions and real feelings. You know, if you cried, they'd get angry and mock you. And, uh, and they enjoy it when you're down. This is how you identify a child as Satan. So I'm learning a lot because, you know, in 1 and 2 Peter and 1, 2 and 3 John and 4 John and 5 John, what we've got is all of the characteristics of what we should expect in the final days. These are letters to us today of what to expect and what to look for. That people will come and pretend to be Christians, but they won't really be Christians. And they won't really be children of God. But they'll pretend to be. But also, remember that Jesus said, you can be entertaining angels and not know it. This is another thing. You know, like if you see someone down and out, it could be Christ. It could be Jesus himself dressing up as that homeless person. Have you thought about this? I think about it. There's uh, stories where people have had really hard times, like, you know, they've um, gone away on holiday and they've got... They missed their flight and then some special person's helped them on the bus and they've got a bus home and then there's a, that person has helped them off the bus and then helped them carry their suitcases all the way to their house. 
only for them to turn around after they open the door and find that the person's not there anymore. What do you think this is about? I think these are divine beings. Christ, you know, can send angels to assist you with things. I'm really learning a lot. I've learned a lot about what's going on in the world with everything that's happening to me. Someone keeps messing with my electricity. Um, and it's not pleasant. I have no operational showers or hot water. So I have to bath with a jug and a bowl at the moment. Um, which isn't fun. Um, and I started to get convulsions as well, a little bit, from all the stuff that's going on. But anyway, never mind. We pray to God about it. Um, but what is going on? Well, I can tell you that in the Bible, it tells me that the kings of the earth and everybody will run to the mountains. They'll be frightened. And you've got all the dumb bases. Uh, now, if I'm right about what uh, the Lord has shown me about the uh, children of Satan, well, they've got many clones of themselves. So this is probably why they are able to do what they do. But also... Ah, now this has just come in. Big download. Bing, bing. Okay. Ha. Huh. So when the people sell their souls, they lose their soul, and then they just have a spirit. Ah. So they then become just like the children of Satan, and that body of theirs becomes a new product for reproduction, and they get copies of it made. This is probably why we, I mean, I don't know if you've seen it, uh, but the Pope, uh, one time he came on, on the balcony and he visually just disappeared like he was a hologram. So this is also interesting about the technology. I'll come back to that in a minute. And then you've also got Joe Biden as well. He walks like a robot, doesn't he? And uh, Elon Musk walks like a robot. He does. Talks like a robot. Must be a robot. So it can't be a proper body. Um, technology. Right. Okay. So, in the times of... Um, Jacob and Rachel. Rachel's father worshipped idols and Rachel had taken one of these idol things um, when they were leaving and uh, she'd hidden it, uh, I think on a donkey. Anyway, that keeps reappearing in my mind. Because in the other books that I read, 
This was a techno technology product. It was a product, a piece of machinery that they could see the future and also see the person where they were. Okay, I like a magic mirror. Mirror, mirror on the wall, wall who's the fairest of them all? These stories come from somewhere. <laughs> Actually, there's lots of photographs of the mirrors um, with the famous people. And the giants often stand by mirrors, I've noticed. Mm. So, then we've also got the gates, which are portals from one place to another. Maybe to the underworld. I don't know exactly. But the, there's also these gates and portals that can take you from one part of the world to the next. Pretty instant. But mirrors are also portals. So by putting a mirror on the wall with the right uh, technology with what they have, they just look through, have a little special button, and boom, just like Star Trek, they're in that room. So this is the technology they had. Rachel hid this, um, probably because she didn't want her dad finding them, okay? Now, if they've got this technology, which they've never told us about, this also means that when you're born, they're able to look into the future or look into your DNA as well and tell who you are and what you're going to be and what, what you're going to be doing. So then that made me think of the Terminator film, Sarah Connor. So the robots go back in time to kill Sarah Connor because she has a son called John Connor, who is the saviour, you know. <laughs> it's kind of a, a bit like that. You see, I think they give us all the things in the movies so that we've got a, a, a bit of an understanding. So we know that the children of Satan... Are the, are the weeds. Why are they called the weeds? Well, because weeds don't produce fruit. Why are the children of God called wheat? Well, because wheat becomes bread, and Jesus is the bread of life. Hmm. This is what I always get, you know, I come back to this, I've talked about it before. But to make bread, you need wheat. Do you have to grind up the weeds? to make the flower. And the flower word as well is interesting because it's an F and then it's God, L, and then it's our or O-U-R. So, mm -hmm. back to mind, mind, mind. Is this a treasure hunt? It is, it's all a treasure hunt. It's a very interesting treasure hunt. Uh, I had another big download from the Lord about the Bible. When people come to Judgment Day, uh, it's important that they read, they read the Bible. Okay. Not because you want to, to please God, but for your own abilities and uh, but also to please God, but more for your knowledge. Okay, so the Bible is like a key to a map. 
and the map slowly comes alive. If you can imagine gold lines being lit up in your life, pathways that open up. As you've read the Bible, it takes you to your pathways and lights up your pathways for you as the Word becomes flesh in you. Okay. So I was talking about this with someone else, about the Bible. And while I was talking, I had this big download. And what I got from the Lord is, imagine that you were taking an exam about the Bible at the end. I was like, yeah. What's so big about that? What's so? I can imagine that. Yes. Then what I got was, well, in normally in an exam, you have a theory exam or you have a practical exam, don't you? I was like, yeah. Well, a practical exam is one that you have to physically pass the test in a physical form. And the theory one is where you write down the answers. Sometimes you've got uh, yes and no answers, or you've got uh, choose one of three, all those different things. Okay. I was like, yeah. Now imagine you're in the practical test and you haven't read the manual and you don't know the answers and you don't know how to overcome your enemy when you're in this exam. Oh, wow, that's amazing. So... Then what the Lord was showing me, saying, look, it's a physical world, but it's a spiritual battle. And you've got to fight in the spirit. And you've got to know the word of God to understand the presence of the Lord within you, as in I am, I am with you. Uh, because God is I am. And I say I am going to the shop, so I know God's with me. But how do I know the authority and the strength and the power that that comes with if I haven't read his book. Now, the enemy of the children of Satan and the spirits of the demons of the giants of the fallen angels, which are the children of Satan's chums. So their spirits fight with our spirits in the spiritual world, and we don't have the skills to fight them. Currently, we're not educated on the negative forces or the spiritual realm at churches because the churches are churches of the dead because they have crosses on and they have gargoyles outside um, and, uh, and they've got plug sockets on them as well big ones so they, they were something else I don't know <laughs> but it's all about electricity and we are elect so we must know this okay so if you haven't read the Bible, you won't know the skills that you need about what you can do when you come up against the forces of the spiritual nature and the dark forces in the kingdoms of this world. Because Jesus talks about the kingdoms of this world and he talks about my kingdom has come upon you. Well, my kingdom is because he's freed us from the law. He's left us the book and the Holy Spirit. You have to be reborn 
as in accept Jesus Christ as your salvation, as your head, and and he needs to become your number one, you need to admit you're a sinner, and you need to read his book so that you can find out how to uh, continue the work of Christ. Because that's our duty as the body of Christ, because he's the head. Like he's the head of the classroom, if you like. You imagine, I often had dreams of being in classrooms and my bedroom being a classroom and stuff like this. Now I'm starting to understand the bedroom is really about the mind. And the classroom is all about learning. Also, when uh, before I read the Bible, I kept having dreams of having an office in the ocean, deep in the ocean, deep, 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 dark ocean. Uh, and uh, it was a glass office, glass stairway, all the way to the bottom of the ocean. And uh, I had this uh, office which was shaped like... Uh, it had six sides to it, um, if that helps you. And in this office, I would do so much in the ocean. I was very busy doing things in my dreams. And then I also had other dreams where I'd be on a coastal path and the, I'd be parked up and I'd go down the coastal path and I'd pass these most beautiful houses in my dreams the sandy beaches and go down to the to the ocean i had another dream where i was on the end of a pier but it wasn't a normal pier it was like a big piece of rock or or wood and it went deep 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 into the ocean and it was dark dark blue and i dived into the ocean and it was crisp but not cold, I could feel it. But on the on the shore was a skeleton of what looked like a dinosaur, which is probably a dragon. And I felt totally renewed when I came up from the, the jump in the water. But I knew that the water was so deep that, uh, you know, it was thousands of feet deep the blue ocean and it was so blue it was very dark uh, and I also felt a little bit exposed you know like <laughs> you know if you jump in a really deep place and you're just you and there's nothing else there it's kind of amazing and intimidating um, so following Christ is a bit like this um, one of my dreams is about a bridge and it was this aquamarine blue and it represented um, a bridge between mankind and God, I think. <laughs> and I was trying to sell the bridge but I couldn't find a buyer. Nobody wanted this bridge. They pointed out all the faults with the bridge, but all the faults had been repaired, where the bolts had rusted, and they'd been repaired and painted over. 
And there were some Chinese people in the dream. And they were like government officials. They were not interested at all in this bridge. I had very many near buyers. Because there was a break in this bridge, you see, but it had been repaired. And I was the salesperson for this. <laughs> very interesting it was. Uh, and uh, so I also had one about being on a flight and everyone was wearing the same aquamarine clothing. And then there was this dream where the pilot wasn't there to fly this plane, I think. Or he was there, but his baggage wasn't there. Something like this. It was interesting, it was. Okay. So back to it. So if we're in a world where we have to fight in the spirit, you need to know that the children of Satan are demonic. Uh, this means that they have demonic spirits which occupy bodies. What the bodies are made of, I'm not sure. But they can't be like God's children because only God can create life. So the children of Satan, they don't want to face death. Because when they do face death, they will have to face the judgment of God because God is timeless, uh, he's limitless and he's beyond time, space, matter. So that's why I think they reincarnate themselves. So this is why I believe they promote the stories of reincarnation because they, they reincarnate themselves. I don't believe that God's children can reincarnate themselves. I think you only get one go at this life. Um, Elijah, apparently is John the Baptist. And, uh, so that, you know, when, uh, Jesus was talking about this, uh, the Pharisees were saying, oh, you know, first, uh, Elijah must come. And Jesus says, ah, oh, but Elijah has come, but no one has recognized him. John the Baptist. Hmm. Very interesting. Now then I want to also talk about, uh, so you need the manual. You need to know how to fight the demons. I want to talk about some of the books they took out. Jubilees, definitely worth, you know, putting on YouTube and listening to um, One, Two and Three Esdras. Very worth listening to. Uh, Jubilees goes into so much detail about stuff. And Nicodemus, there's the book of Nicodemus, which goes on about the two witnesses uh, as well. <laughs> um, and um, and Jesus' journey to hell and what happens in hell and all these things, which I think is really interesting to know. You know, once I read the Bible, I said to God, right, I want to know more. And God said, okay, buy all the books and I'll help you. And I read them. Some of them I, you know, put a little red cross through, didn't didn't fit, like where it went on about bishops and stuff. 
Um, God told me that's it's not to do with him. So I didn't read much about that stuff. Um, so you see, when you're a child of God, I want you to recognize that you have the authority to cast out demons, dark forces, cleanse houses, um, heal. There's many gifts as well of the spirit, yes? Okay. So look up the gifts of the spirit, but also really get into Ephesians and read Ephesians and listen to Ephesians. It's your project for, uh, for study, please. Because we're, we're, everything about who you are is the spirit of Christ. So if you don't know how to operate the spirit who will be your driver of your vehicle and your car, your body is your vehicle, think of it this way. If you haven't got a driver and you haven't got the engine started, you're not going to go anywhere. So you might get the car started and you might go somewhere, but you're not going to be in the right place because you're not being directed. It's the Lord that has to direct your steps and this is through the Spirit. And the only way you can ignite the Spirit to direct your steps is when you acknowledge God as your Lord and Savior, but you read his book and understand the uh, instruction manual that he's given us so that we have the authority and the power over the demonic forces, which we have. But if you don't know it, it's all about words because it's the gospel, go spell. Jesus told us that we need to spread the good news of Jesus Christ. So this, what's important to tell everybody is that you serve the Lord, you believe that Jesus came to earth and died on the cross for your sins, you serve the Lord, you've acknowledged you're a sinner, you follow Jesus, and that you're saved. You're saved from death, sin and darkness from this world. And you're, you're brought to life through the Spirit. And now in this, you are able, through the connection to the head priest, as the body, as the arms or the legs or the feet or the toes or whatever, to command the demonic forces out of your life and out of your presence. Presence. Christmas. Ah, another thing about Christmas Christmas is a, when they sing Merry Christmas, they, they have Satan sing ho, 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 because they're singing about Mary. Mary as a hoe, who was a harlot, a slut, who did not have a normal birth with her husband because they are um, mocking the, the miraculous birth of the spirit because Jesus came in the spirit. And he set us free in the spirit. So you mustn't mock the spirit. Okay. So it's back to what Jesus said, that we mustn't mock the spirit. So by doing Christmas, we're mocking the spirit. Okay. Because they sing Mary had a little lamb. Yeah. They also sing Merry Christmas. Okay. What is Christmas? Christ Mass is a, a Mass of the Dead. So you're singing, 
Yay! Mary's a hoe. And we're all happy celebrating the dead. That's what you're singing when you sing Merry Christmas. It's very evil to partake in any of these things. All of these songs that they sing have got such power and such authority to enter your life in a demonic form. Okay. It's about words, sound, vibration, frequency. And so if you tell a lie and you sin, you allow entry for the demonic forces. Okay. Well, committing adultery is the biggest one. Mocking the spirit, as Jesus tells us, no one will enter the kingdom if you mock the spirit. I believe Christmas is mocking the spirit. Because Jesus came in the spirit, and by singing Mary, ho, 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 Merry Christmas, you're singing that Mary is a ho, a whore. You're singing that uh, Jesus didn't come in the spirit, so you're mocking the spirit. And then uh, you're singing about a celebration of the dead. So you mustn't do it. Just from this light about the song. Plus it's the tree which represents uh, the tree of knowledge, good and evil. And the baubles. It's a bit like, if you can imagine on your journey that you end up at a nightclub where they give you pretty flowers to eat and it makes you forget your memory about why you're there and you've only got so much time to get the knowledge, to get the treasure and uh, to free other people. That's why you're here. But you're stuck in this nightclub of make-believe where you think everything's so amazing and you just want to stay there. This is a lie. Now the thing is you have to stop eating the pretty flowers, the pink flowers, rose-tinted glasses, to get out of this nightclub of make-believe that has kept you transfixed and away from the truth and wake yourself up. You need to wake, shake yourself out of this matrix. We're in a, like a trance. I mean, there's just so, so much going on with Hollywood. Holly is the wood that they use to make the witches stick. Holly is what they use at Christmas when you kiss under the holly tree. This is under the witch's tree. The tree of knowledge of good and evil that we ate from in the garden that put us in this place of slavery under Satan now. So we shouldn't be celebrating this because Jesus came to free us from the law and he gave us the Holy Spirit. So if we mock the spirit, there's no way we're going to receive the spirit. This is probably why a lot of people have not received the Holy Spirit. Because you can't be partakers of uh, the cup of the Lord and the cup of Satan. You have to follow one God or the other. This means you have to abandon all of the pagan festivals. You have to recognize that God would not be happy. I mean, this is another question I want to ask you. 
When you face God on judgment day, which is very soon, I reckon within a couple of years, okay, and <laughs> I really believe it, okay, I think 2024 is going to be a very big year. When you face the judgment against the Lord, and I've seen the judgment of the Lord, when you speak to God, you're going to be so frightened, man. God is so frightening. <laughs> Please, you'll regret not stopping celebrating these pagan festivals when you meet God. Really, I promise. I promise you. With all my heart, it means so much to me that you get this right. It really means everything. <laughs> Your salvation depends on it. Mine too. I'm here to warn you. Don't celebrate anything pagan anymore please you must turn from doing these things please it's so important because you're allowing demonic forces into your life the holy spirit can't be fully at work if you're following idols it can't be at work with you if you're mocking it even if you're not intentionally doing it, okay? So Valentine's, Easter, birthdays, Mother's Day, Father's Day, everything, Halloween, St. George's Day, all of these, you need to stop celebrating them, every single one. This means your birthday. When somebody says, oh, happy birthday, say, I don't celebrate my birthday. Why not? Well, I tell you why not. Because we celebrate our life in Christ. Your birthday is your death day. So I was saying to uh, my friend about Christmas. I said, you know what? Instead of celebrating Christmas, just pick a day in January and have a family get-together and treat that as a family day, completely separate to their pagan festivals. So, okay. We're killing Christ again and again by doing Merry Christmas. Now, this is talked about by Paul. You cannot kill Christ more than once. He's dead once. He cannot keep dying. So going to churches of the dead, partaking in their festivals and their idol worship, you're killing Christ every time you partake again. Now, this will totally exclude you from the Lamb's Book of Life. It will. I believe so with all my heart, guys. I realize I've been celebrating Christmas. Okay, I'm, a, I'm as bad as anyone else. Up until a few years ago, I celebrate Christmas. I celebrated Easter, uh, you know, birthdays. I don't do any of it now. And it's difficult, eh? Because when I meet people and I say, I don't celebrate Christmas, they say, why not? I say, because it's pagan. And they go, oh, but it's a nice time to celebrate Christ's birth and diddly-dum. And so it doesn't matter whether you call a frog God or not. 
doesn't make that frog God. You're idol worshipping, you're, co you're committing adultery, and you're mocking the Spirit, and you're mocking Christ. You're killing Christ again and again. Stop doing it. The same with Easter. It's the Ishtar. The Ishtar Apal, what God hates. Please stop it. Please. Jesus said, I hate your festivals. I hate your pagan festivals. He hated them. Why did we have to do these festivals before? Do you want me to tell you why? Well, I'll tell you why. Because these were the laws. Part of the law, which Jesus freed us from. Notice that um, when Jesus was here, there was festivals on. And Jesus didn't really want to attend them. Yeah, intended, but in secret. Why? Why is it so important? Well, everything's coded with what Jesus did. Okay. He says that the writers of the law hid the knowledge. That's why the Vatican has got all our information. But I know the answers. I'm trying to tell you. It's very simple. Stop celebrating all the pagan festivals immediately. Turn and follow God and he will forgive you and you will be counted a child of God. What do I think is going to happen to those people that celebrate Christmas and believe in Jesus? Well, I don't think they're going to have a great fate. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just going to be straight with you. I really don't. So I don't think there's any excuse. Because Jesus said the truth will set you free. And this is what I think he means. Um, there's so many lies. Everything that you've been told in your life and your education is a lie. The only way to remedy this is to find the truth. Because otherwise you're in darkness. And the darkness is for the children of Satan. Because there's no light in them. Because they don't know their way. That's why Jesus leaves the 99 sheep to find a one. Because they're all need a shepherd. This is why the Bible said, oh, my shepherds haven't been shepherding my people. My people die for lack of knowledge, says God. Now, you're not meant to partake in any idol worship. None. Adultery, also. None. Lies, none. Thoughts of an evil nature, none. Oh, but Jesus forgives us. Yes, he does. But you must turn from your wicked ways. Because you can't keep killing Christ. We can only get this right. We can't get it wrong. We don't get a second round. Judgment of God is coming very soon. Please, please, please. Um, okay, I want you to imagine for a moment... That uh, you face the judgment of God and then you're ready to face God. And there's God on his throne with the 24 elders. 
and he is so powerful and so lit up you can't even look upon him because it hurts your eyes it's so bright and then you go there and you think you're going to make it and then you realize because when you face god you will have a download it'll your mind will be totally awake and your whole life will flash before you and you'll regret doing these things okay <laughs> because it could make the difference between making it and not making it this is the way i see it i'm sorry and and i don't want to give you bad news but it's important that we please god not man and it's hard it's hard to say to people i don't want presents i don't want to celebrate christmas i don't celebrate it i don't celebrate my birthday It's hard. It is. It is because people don't like it and they look at you funny. But what's important when I face God, I know that I I can say to God, well, I tried not to celebrate my birthday or Christmas, you know? Because I want to please you more than please man. And for me it's so important. It's so important that you get it right also. makes a big difference. See, in the revelation it talks about us following the beast. It says about the 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 beast in any way following the beast. And this is the beast system now. Maritime. The banks with the rivers of currency money like a river has water current satan has a currency of money which is the root of all evil and leads to death because it's the material world so when you start celebrating your birth which is your death day with presents it's all about the whether you've got the presence of god or the presence of the material world. Do you understand? Whether you partake in the physical world celebrations or in the celebrations in the spirit, singing praises to God, thanking the Lord, because you don't partake in this world, because you're in the world, but you're not of the world. Hmm. I want to also tell you you know when Jesus was born in the other books that I read the water that he was bathed in would heal anybody when he was a baby of anything that pursue as many stories cuz Mary had a maid servants or diff- many different maid servants over the course of Jesus young childhood and the bath water they always kept it and people would queue 
for miles to, to have some of this bath water because it had such healing power. Mary never sold any of the water. She would uh, have the maidservants and the maidservant would tell her who wanted the water and Mary would tell her what to do um, and who, who would receive what water. Um, even his clothes had healing properties. This reminds me of, uh, you know, when he was walking around and this woman touched his cloak and she was healed, but he felt the energy drain from him. That's so interesting, I thought. Now, the power of God is with us all. But if we mock the spirit, we won't have the full authority over the demonic because we're partaking in demonic fe uh, feasts and things, okay? And that's why Jesus came. He came to free us from this, to set us free from death, sin, and darkness, and Satan, and the law. And be partakers of the inheritance for the eternal gift of Jesus Christ, to be reborn and to turn from our wicked ways and pick up our cross and follow Christ. And this does mean you might have to lose everything. Sorry. We're coming to those times where it's going to be really hard to operate unless we're partaking in this system. That's what I believe. I mean, I don't know. I'm not always right. But I think I'm right. Uh, what's happening in my world with the tax? Well, it's still going on. Uh, I've had ups and downs all week. It's been horrendous. Um, but uh, I can only tell you that um, for a war, um, you need to be trained and prepared for battle. You need to have the right uniform. You need to have the right mindset, spiritually, emotionally. You need to be all together, grown up, have a sound mind. Um, and you need to have the skills and the knowledge and the wisdom to fight the demonic forces who operate in the spiritual realm with things you can't see, which happens to be electricity. <laughs> And anything you can't see, like Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, Satan is king of the air. We are elect. So this is a battle between Satan's children and us. So of course it would have to, it has to express itself. And the only way it can express itself is in the physical world through electronics. So often when people say they have a poltergeist, problems happen with the lights. Yeah. Okay, this is why, because it's running through currents. They have to find a current with a source of energy. Um, and this is their way of doing this, to, to, to manifest what they want to do in the physicals. Because they're in a spiritual, so they can't physically do anything. Yeah? The only way they can physically do anything is through the currents. And this can be any current. It's very interesting, all about vibrations and currents. So yes, it's been horrible. 
what I've been going through. Um, and it's a bit lonely. Uh, and it's hard because I haven't got hot water and I haven't got showers and stuff like this now. But what I have got is I've got the Lord with me. And I'm learning a lot uh, about God, about his word, about his strength, his stamina. He's very, very powerful as God, very interesting he is. And he wants everybody prepared and ready. So I think this is his way of getting me ready. So I just, I just have to uh, trust in God with it. I don't like it. But nobody likes to go for, you know, a hard workout or whatever. Like if you were told that you had to run a 30-mile marathon and you couldn't stop for water all the way, you'd find that really hard. It's kind of what's happening with me. This is like a marathon of mind and spirit and soul and stamina and faith and trust in God and love. It's a test. It's a physical test. Um, but it's also training for what we are going to face um, in the final days. Uh, everything's about technology, advancing the kingdom of Satan, which is his temple, which is the mind of the people and the only way for him to have control of your mind is through electrics, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth and uh, 5G and changing your DNA and then he can control your mind and you become a child of Satan. Now I've witnessed normal people change suddenly and become will do something and I'm like mm, and I recognize it and I go ah oh, yes there's a part of them that's controlled by demonic forces but they don't know it that's the other thing people who are possessed don't know it. it's so interesting what allows entry in partaking in uh, fe fe festivals um, and all the other things. Why do I like pop music? Why do I listen to pop music? Okay. Well, I found that all pop music, pretty much all, gives me answers, but also um, things about God. And I get God uh, gives me songs. So that's why I like pop music. Uh, you got that song? Oh, da, da, pop music, pop music, <laughs> pop music. Um, so, because I've had someone uh, go on about this. But it's what you do with it. It's not what you've got. It's what you do with it. You know how they say this about men? It's not how big it is. It's what you do with it. Okay? Well, it's the same with your life and with the knowledge and with the word of God. It's what you do with it. If your knowledge is lacking, 
It's about what you do with it that counts. Now the essentials are learning the spiritual powers of the demonic and knowing your authority over them to uh, to be able to succeed. Oh, I have good news. Um, I have my phones been returned. And uh, I'm very pleased about this. It means I'm slightly more operational, but a lot of things are still not functioning right. Um, so I'm very pleased about that. But this is why I think I'm going through what I'm going through. And I take each day as it comes. And it isn't easy. I, I ask that the Lord blesses you all for listening to my sermon and me. And I love you all in Christ so very much. I think about you all. I pray for you now that you will turn from these pagan things and look for the truth only. Oh, and definitely get some spider plants. I found them really good. They don't grow when you've got Wi-Fi, I've noticed. But they do grow when you haven't got Wi-Fi. Isn't that interesting? I think it's so interesting. I've got spider plants and they've each had like six, seven babies or, or more. And all within about two months, three months. Or maybe four months. <laughs> and uh, anyway, yes, totally recommend them. Very good for oxygen and they help against currents of, of you know, Wi-Fi and stuff. But they like to grow without the Wi-Fi, so turn off your Wi-Fi at night. <laughs> or turn off your Wi-Fi when you're not using it. <laughs> Um, plants are really affected by Wi-Fi. It's very interesting. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this. Um, and, uh, oh yes, there was something I wanted to quickly talk about before I go. Radiators. When you have a house and you want to put on the heater, you you put on their radiators. Why are they called radiators? What happens if you have too much electricity? You get radiated. Interesting, no? When I found that these guys uh, are not messing with the electricity, the house is warm. It's lovely and warm, it is. Don't need a heating on, it's wonderful. So that's made me think about that. So I wanted to share that with you. I haven't figured out all the answers. <laughs> I just have lots of questions. Um, so, oh yes, while I'm talking about this, uh, you know, I was saying about the years and uh, 753. Well, I have a, bar, a, a book uh, which I bought and it's called the Common, the Book of Common Prayer, the Administration of the Sacraments and other rites and ceremonies of the church according to the use of the United Church of England and Ireland together with the proper lessons for Sunday and other holy days, a new version of the Psalms of David Oxford printed at the University Press sold by 
E. Gardner and San Oxford Bible Warehouse, Paternoster Row, London, and then it's got m.dccc.l.v or .lv. Okay, also Roman numerals for the year. Okay, what I found is in this book, the preface, um, I was reading it, and I read, and all of the book, the beginning, really uh, goes on about the way the Bible should be taught, that you should be learning, reading the Bible every year through your church, but also how they had to change things around because someone had been messed with all the words of God and the Bible and what they were teaching and reintroduce certain psalms and all sorts of very interesting things. But I think what was really interesting is the way they talked about Jesus as if he'd only just died. And I just want to leave you with that as a final thing before I close. Um, you're very welcome to ask me to show you the pages and I can maybe do a sermon on this book. If you'd like me to do that, please let me know. Uh, I still need help with electrics and uh, telephone lines and all sorts of things. <laughs> so please help me if you can. Um, you can reach me on my mobile numbers, 0777-735-7788-077-8033-88. Or you can email me admin at godfm.org.uk or you can just go to our website, www.godfm.org.uk. And you can find us on Podbean, Spotify, Amazon, Samsung, Chrome, YouTube, Apple, Podbean, Rumble. Telegram are really hard to find, so you have to put in God FM News Chat, God FM Bible School Chat, diddly dum, and just really look for us, God FM News. Uh, really hard to find, very hard to find. Um, praise the Lord. Let's close with the sinner's prayer, and I pray for you all, everyone. I love you all. I'm having a horrible time. Please. Please don't forget to pray for me, and I pray for you, okay? If you need a friend, please contact me. I'm looking for like-minded individuals. I've had someone contact me through this as well. Oh, and I think also, I've had real problems sharing my sermons. Please share them with others. Uh, people are trying to stop my uh, sermons getting out. I believe that the sermons contain a lot of information for the children of God to learn the truth, and I really want more people to hear this. I'm not after fame or money or anything. I just want the truth of God to be shared. Please help others share the truth of God. And if you haven't got the knowledge or you haven't got the time, please just pass on God FM information. And let them have a listen. I've had many people contact me and say, wow, I listen to all your sermons and I get so much from them because people are so busy. Please. We haven't got a lot of time, so please help me share these sermons. Okay. <laughs> Dear Lord Jesus, I know that you came to earth and died on the cross for um, our sins. I know that we are sinners, and I know you are God in the flesh, that you died for us and shed your blood for us to set us free from death, sin, and darkness, and that we are, through being reborn, we have your spirit within us great I am. 
I cast out all demons in the blood of Jesus right now. I command them all to leave you, your homes, your towns, your countries, your life, and out of your presence and mine in the blood of Christ. I break any chains of witchcraft in anybody's life listening or their extended family, including the country they live in. I bless you in the blood of Christ. Ask the Lord to bless you with the blessings of Abraham. Ask the Lord to break any chains of any generational curses that might be upon any of us for celebrating any of these pagan festivals, which is adultery, that you'll forgive us and give us supernatural wisdom and knowledge in this particular thing and to give us all the truth of what's really going on and his word and how we can make it. When we know the end, we'll know the beginning. May he give us all the blessings of Abraham that wherever we go, we'll have the blessings of the Lord and He may he give us favor in our employer's eyes, in any superior's eyes, and if we have customers in our customers' eyes, that we will be good servants of the Lord and not think ourselves greater than anyone else, but accept our fate and our calling in Christ Jesus to love our neighbors and to treat others as we wish to be treated. I pray the Lord will give you all the resources you need to function and for the Lord to direct your steps so that you can please him and follow him in these final days. May the peace of the Lord be upon you, joy, happiness, love, mercy, grace, all the wonderful qualities of Jesus Christ. And that remember that Jesus came not to cause peace, but to cause division. So if you're facing this in the world, in life, family, work, or anything, I pray right now that the Lord will give you such peace over your heart that you'll know that you are loved beyond measure by God himself who made you and loves you and has an amazing plan for you. I love you all in Christ. I pray Christ is with you all. I love you so much, everyone. You're like my family. And uh, this reminds me, Jesus, when his disciples one of his disciples said, oh, your mom's outside, she wants to talk to you. And he said, do you see all these people around me? They're my mother, father, daughter, cousin, uncle. We must be like this, I'll say. So my brothers and sisters in Christ, I love you all. I hope you all have an amazing day on this Sabbath day. Praise the mighty Lord Jesus, King of Kings. Thank you, Jesus, for saving us. Please give special blessings over all the people listening to this. That they'll understand everything I said 
and it'll really bring you some understanding and they'll feel such urgency to read your book. Lord, please, I pray. <laughs> I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that you will learn the truth of who God is, that you'll know that he loves you so, so much. And he's with you wherever you go. You never fear because God is with you. Do not fear, for I am with you, says the Lord. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Isaiah 54, 17. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Psalm 46, 1. Please do not forget what I said. God loves you and I love you so very much. Hope you have an amazing day. Able to do my sermon quite early today. No idea I was going to get started so early. But it's been quite an amazing morning already. Praise the mighty Lord. Also, don't forget to buy Bibles and store them. Hide them. Keep them. <laughs> If you can, get some Bibles and print them in invisible ink. Okay. I pray right now. Learn some of the Bible off by heart, if you can. Psalm 91. Definitely learn that one. <sighs> I feel so much better now after talking to you all. I love you all. In Christ, it's Aisha from God FM. Take care.